back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, Aaron. Today has been a very, very interesting day. I really wish a camera could follow me around when I drive around doing Uber. I'm telling you, it'd be a hit TV show, I promise you. <sighs> Man, oof. I saw two Cardinals today. That was dope. It was interesting. I had two black rabbits. I've never seen black. I don't think I've ever seen a black bunny ever in my life. I saw two of them jokers as I was dropping this woman off that was flirting with me. And I think those were signs from heaven <laughs> to like, yeah, they be cautious. I'm glad I did not partake in the temptation. Uh, what else? What else went, ha- went on today? Just a lot of stuff. A lot of interesting people. It was Oh, the coolest thing, though, is I drove this guy out all the way out to Edwardsville. We had this awesome conversation about just our relationships with God. He was telling me about his father that he met. He didn't meet his father until he was like 23 or something like that. And just... Anyway, just talk to him. Then, it, like, right when I dropped this guy off, I had drove 30 minutes. I'm, I don't think I've ever, well, I've had it happen a couple times. And, but this is crazy. This dude, this, there's no reason why this should have happened. This dude, right, requested a ride through Uber. And he re- technically was, like, two houses down from the guy I dropped off. And he gets in the car. And we start talking. And he was talking about his father passed away a couple months ago. And I told him how my father passed away just a few weeks ago. And then I just start asking, I just asked him if he ever asked Jesus in his heart. Oh, and I told him I was from St. Louis. And he tells me, yeah, I got family back in St. Louis. And then, yeah, I told him, he was just telling me some of his testimony and how he's been, he reads the word, you know, more than he used to. And, I was telling, encouraging him to like read John chapter four and read the Proverbs and Psalms at least. He's like, yeah, my friends keep telling me I should read the Proverbs. Anyway, and then I, he told me his name. Then I told him my name and he was like, my brother's name is Aaron. It's just, I could like just do a whole show called Connect the Dots. Like this is my life. When I get out here and pick up people. One more thing. So this dude, and I've already told Montana some of these stories. I don't know. So she seems like she's tired of my stories, so I might stop. I think I'm, I'm gonna stop telling her my stories, so she really appreciates. She's gonna be begging to hear my stories. Somebody gonna enjoy these stories someday. So, uh, a couple of few days ago, cause I was telling Montana how lately I like in the last few years, ever since I had my experience out in California, where I thought I was in hell all night. I have a lot of these, like, and I was trying to find heaven and ended up in Azusa, California, of all places. I've been having a lot of these, like, clairvoyant moments where, like, a month or a week, a lot of times it's, like, a day before, sometimes a few hours before, I'll see something, right? And then, like, that thing will manifest later that day or the next week. Anyway, so, for example couple few days ago 
I can't remember when it was. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. Sometime this week, I had this guy in my car from D.C. And but he was telling we somehow started talking about the Baltimore Orioles. Right. That not so good team in Baltimore baseball team. And I was telling him, like, the last great player I know from Baltimore was Cal Ripken. It's been a long time. And anyway, tell me why today this dude gets in my car and he, that I pick up, and he has a freaking Cal Ripken shirt on. Like a picture with, a shirt with a picture of Cal Ripken on it. And anyway, he said he buys and sells and collects, like, vintage, vintage, uh, Shirts, whatever, T-shirts, whatever. Yeah, that was interesting. Once again, it's like all stuff that makes sense in my head, but when I tell it, I feel like people will be like, this dude is strange. I had a drug dealer in my car today, too, and we ended up talking about Jesus. (laughs) Oh, man. That was that was one of the strangest. That was the strangest one of the strangest situations I've been in in a long time. A drug dealer in my car, and I had another incident where a dude. I promise you, I ate it and embedded. I I probably shouldn't say it on here, but unknowingly ate it and embedded a drug deal. I can confirm or deny that there was drugs in the guy's bag, but who takes an Uber? 25 minutes away or however long it was 25 30 minutes away right goes to a house goes to the door some random white dude answers the door it was a, and then um <laughs> and then he's like i'll be right back the dude in my car is i'll be right back as a brother he's like, i'll be right back goes in there and then comes back with a duffel bag and then i it was a round trip. Drove him right back to the house I picked him up from. I'm like, that had to be a drug deal. Yeah. I'm like, these people are bold. How do you know I'm not like a narc or a cop or something like that? And I, your addresses are on file, like all that. Like, If the cops want to catch all these drugs, all they got to do is do Uber they'll, and drive downtown. They'll see some stuff. If I was an undercover cop... It needed to like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we've spent six minutes, seven minutes on telling Uber stories. Let's get to the word. Here we're in Isaiah chapter 24. Let's double check that. Yeah. The earth judged. Look, the Lord is stripping. Oh, I saw a double rainbow today, too. That was cool. All right, my bad. The earth judged. The Lord, look, the Lord is stripping the earth bare and making it desolate. He will twist its surface and scatter its inhabitants. Hmm. People and priests alike, servant and master, female servant and mistress, buyer and seller, lender and borrower, creditor and debtor. The earth will be stripped completely bare and will be totally plundered, for the Lord has spoken this message. The earth mourns and withers. The world wastes away as gas prices go higher and higher. No, it's not in there. Sad. I live that. 
Yeah, all right, the earth mourns, verse 4, the earth mourns and withers, the world wastes away and withers. The exalted people of the earth waste away. The earth is polluted by its inhabitants, for they have transgressed teachings, overstepped decrees, and broken the permanent covenant. Therefore, a curse has consumed the earth, and its inhabitants have become guilty. The earth's inhabitants have been burned, and only a few survive. The new wine mourns, the wine withers, all the carousers now groan, the joyful tambourines have ceased. The noise of the jubilant has stopped. The joyful lyre has ceased. They no longer sing and drink wine. Beer is bitter to those who drink it. The city of chaos is shattered. Every house is closed to entry. In the streets they cry for wine. All joy grows dark. Earth's rejoicing goes into exile. Only desolation remains in the city. Its gates has... Its gate has collapsed in ruins, for this is how it will be on earth among the nations, like a harvested olive tree, like a gleaning after a grape harvest. They raise their voices, they sing out, they proclaim in the west the majesty of the Lord. Therefore, in the east, honor the Lord. In the coast and islands of the west, honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. From the ends of the earth, we hear songs, the splendor of the righteous one. I asked Miss, never mind, I'll wait to the end. But I wa- I said, waste away, I waste away. Woe is me, the treacherous act treacherously, the treacherous deal very treacherously. Panic, pit, and trap await you who dwell on the earth. Ooh. Whoever flees at the sound of panic will fall into a pit, and whoever escapes from the pit will be caught in a trap. For the windows on high are open, and the foundations of the earth are shaken. The earth is completely devastated. The earth is split open. The earth is violently shaken. This is pretty uh, depressing. All right. The earth staggers like a drunkard and sways like a hut. Earth's rebellion weighs it down and it falls never. And it falls never to rise again. On that day, the Lord will punish the army of the heights and the heights and the kings on the ground on the ground. They will be gathered together like prisoners in a pit. They will be confined to a dungeon after many days. They will be punished. The moon will be put to shame and the sun disgraced because of the, the Lord of armies will reign as king on Mount Zion in Jerusalem and he will display his glory in the presence of his elders. Let's read these little notes here by Tony Evans. What do you got to say? Isaiah is referring to something far larger than the judgments of his day. In view here is universal judgment set in motion directly by God. The permanent covenant probably refers to God's universal laws of righteousness that all people are obliged to obey. Isaiah pictured a sinful humanity groaning under the weight of God's wrath, all of their joy, festivities, and drinking gone. These were evidently the righteous praising God for his glory and his righteous judgment of sin. On sin, they sing because they are spared the wrath of God, which is the best reason of all to sing. Don't miss that their song has one subject, the splendor of the righteous one. This great chorus of voices will be heard in Christ's millennial kingdom when he returns to judge and rule the earth for 1,000 years. I don't fully understand this whole thousand-year reign stuff. But it seems pretty cool. 
All right, when the Son of God comes in his fiery, fiery wrath to execute justice, it will be futile to run. The wicked won't escape, and this group will include both God's earthly enemies and the heavenly ones too. The Lord will punish the army of the heights and the heights and the kings of the ground on the ground. The angelic forces that rebelled with Satan then will meet their doom. Moreover, the world's mighty leaders who defy God will be treated as prisoners in the great tribulation. When Jesus comes to take his rightful throne, there will be no doubt who is earth's rightful king. Hmm. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. It makes me tremble just thinking about all this stuff. I just pray thank you for every single person I met today and was able to have the boldest enough in my heart to speak up and say something, God, and plant seeds. I pray that, yeah, the seeds I planted would just be watered and send people along that can nurture it and and, uh, disciple some of these folks, especially like those young kids I met that do skateboarding, Lord. Oh, God, thank you. You're good, Father. You're gracious, Father. You're kind, Father. So much of my life doesn't make sense. But I thank you, Lord, for, yeah, keeping me pure. Keeping my mind pure. Keeping my body pure. Keeping my spirit pure. And, Lord, help me every relationship that I've ever been in and currently am in and once I'll have in the future help me to help them to all honor you God and to be reflections of your glory and your grace in Jesus mighty name I pray amen all right y'all thanks for listening I will holler Romans 3:23 says for all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and falling short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen. Lord Jesus.